Mando get a job at Morimoto Asia and hook me and Billy up with some free food. I feel like that's beneath his station. Morimoto Asia? That's like, is that uh, Chef Morimoto from uh, Iron Chef? Iron Chef? Yeah, okay. I'll do it. Does the fuck? That's below Steven. Absolutely not. Have you seen that man clean a tuna? I've seen that man clean a tuna. I don't have a couch. You don't have a couch? He do it real quick. Right, it's fucking insane. Like, like, because a tuna is a big fucking fish. It's and he a just like big takes ass his giant. His, takes oh, it. shit. Speaking right. of big fish, I got something to say, but you keep going. Just takes this giant knife in like 10 minutes. I feel I, like he just has these perfect tuna fillets. It's nuts. Like, I, don't have know, you, I get drunk and I watch you, Morimoto. <laughs> did, did, have you watched him break down a whole entire fish from start? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, it's crazy, right? Like, <laughs> you're like just sitting there, like watching a wizard conduct his like symphony with his magic, and yeah, it's intense, man. Japanese people have to like fan rice for five years before they can even toast nori for sushi chefs. Like, it's crazy. yeah, man, bro. Japanese, they get fucking like the sushi rice is fucking intense prep. Oh yeah, it's Ray not- made himself a little sushi. A little sushi. I think it was a bitch and a half to clean the sushi. Because they have machines now to polish rice. And, like, Uh cleaning it by hand takes fucking forever to, like, get Mm -hmm. the water clear. (laughs) Yeah, it takes so long. What were we going to say about Real Big Fish, Billy? Say something about Real Big Fish. (laughs) Not the band. Um, (laughs) Um, I was, uh, you know, perusing TikTok the other day as I'm one to do. And, um, I saw, uh, a video of someone, um, what's it called? Like, uh, like hand fishing or something like that. Oh, it's just like a big hook on a line that you just pull in with your hands. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was this really tiny guy. I don't know if he was like, uh, what's that little person. Yeah. (laughs) um or not but he was real small anyways so they threw this like probably like three foot or so like fish as like bait into the water and then it got a tug in the line it slammed this dude against the side of the boat (laughs) and so like at first i was like oh it's probably just gonna be like a little tiny fish because he's small and that's gonna be the joke or whatever but no they pull up this thing that i had no idea what it was at first but found out later from my brother that it's called a Goliath grouper. Yes. And this thing is just a fucking monster. And I was blown away by the fucking size of this goddamn thing. Yeah, yo, my grandpa used to like get them in his crab traps and like they would get like they would literally force their way in, like slam a side of like this giant like four foot by four foot like metal cube, get in, and then like they wouldn't be able to get themselves out. But like and you pull like this heavy ass thing up and instead of crabs and then he just get mad because it was a Goliath grouper. Oh goddamn! Yeah. See, like, cause I, like I was also thinking, cause like no I feel like the no chance, killing. the chance of you just driving or driving like boating, bo- sailing, that's it, boating. I guess yeah. yeah, boating. Um, like boating around in like deep sea and shit, and then throwing something into the water and just like happening by one of them. Like, if they weren't, like, super frequent seems low to me with, like, you know, how big the ocean is. So, like, does that mean there are just schools of these monsters filling our ocean? (laughs) They don't school, but they are native to Florida. Oh, it's Um, a Florida thing. Yep. That explains it all. Have you heard of uh, I'm not swimming even to the ocean anymore. 
noodling? Noodling, yeah. It's like a bayou type of fishing so catch, where you you like swim it's they in the catch water. Their, uh, it's when they catch the catfish by like, yeah. Digging in so the They catch mud. the catfish with like their wiener? Their yeah, like they jam their hands down its throat. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen stuff like that too. Yeah. It's fucking it's crazy. So cool. Right? Yeah. <laughs> On that note, guys, I think it's time to start the show. I don't know the music go. I forgot how it went. I know, but I feel like you need to put in dun 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 after that talk. All right, go ahead and intro. Uh, I I forgot. You go. Fuck. Big Big Billy wants the intro. No, I gotta do it. Hi guys, welcome to Learning Left. Take turns. Hi guys, welcome to Learning Left. I forgot the intro too. Wow, this is the worst. Wait, it's the best intro. Hi guys, welcome to Learning Left. I'm I your host, it. Raymond Boyce. Yeah, good go, Steven. Hi, welcome to Learning Left. I can't. You forgot the intro too, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was it. That was all he wanted to say about it. I'm your host, Raymond Boyce. So I'm with me as always are my co-host, Willie Mulch. Hi. And, and Stephen Jones. Jeevan Stones. I'm sorry. Stephen Stones. I misread it. <laughs> We're here to talk about politics. And fish, apparently. <laughs> and fish. The world's foremost fishing slash political podcast. Uh, uh, so what do you want to talk about today, lads? Uh, well, I wanted to talk about Joe Biden's like acceptance speech or whatever. Oh, yeah, what about it? Okay, so something happened probably about an hour ago that I'm super fucking pissed off about. Hmm. because i was so excited after listening to the speech for us to record and then bring this point up because Hmm. like it kind of clashed with something going on in my personal life right now okay you you've heard a speech right Uh, i caught some clips of it so like I, i listened to it obviously and then just uh the words he was using and stuff like that, the whole like, like I fight for the dark or against the darkness and like we are the light and like blah, blah, blah. And all that <laughs> yeah. Stuff. Um, as I think I've told you, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts a lot lately. I'm almost done with the first game. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that sounds exactly like something out of Kingdom Hearts. And I was so excited to make that comparison with you guys tonight. We will but never let the heart. We will never let the heartless Republicans have this house <laughs> again. <laughs> But about an hour or so ago, my brother showed me a picture of a tweet that compared those two things exactly, and I was really pissed off about it. See, I think you're, I think you're too concerned with having original content. Nothing's original anymore. Let's just fucking rip off everything. Yeah, I guess that's fair. But yeah, no, I caught that part of it, and I was just loving, it, it, like, I get the sentiment, but it's just a very weird, weird way to phrase things. I, watched- I wanted I wanted to replay it after I had finished and play like Hans Zimmer like Inception music below it <laughs> and see how it really like hit. Yeah, no, I watched a little bit of other parts of the uh, the Democratic National Convention. I think mostly the first two nights. Um, here was a fun thing that happened during that. So it's traditional like like this is like part of the procedure that happens at like a convention is that at the democratic national convention they basically like they like nominate like they have someone nominate the people for president whoever gets over 300 delegates right okay they're nominated Mm -hmm. 
And then someone seconds that nomination and then they go through the delegate count and whoever wins wins. Now we, we know going into this one, you know, going in who wins, it's mostly ceremonial, but like, it's a thing that has to happen according to like basically DNC rules. Right. Gotcha. So for Bernie Sanders, cause he got over the 300 delegate threshold. So he had to be nominated and then, you know, go through the process. And then Joe Biden obviously won the nomination. That's kind of shitty. It's it's procedure. They got to do it. But so, what did happened he do that last time? Yeah, they they did it last time because I think he got over it. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, it reminds me of what could have been. But so what happened is some union guy. Um, I forget what union was with, but he was like, I put up you know Bernie Sanders for nomination of the Democratic Party for president of the United States. Blah blah. blah. And his second, the, like, because someone has to come in and second it was AOC. And you know she spent the time talking about Bernie and Bernie's policies. She got sixty seconds. And that was the thing going up to this. People were like, why does AOC only get 60 seconds and like Mayor Pete gets like two fucking minutes? Uh, that's why, because hers was just seconding the nomination. Uh, and, and fucking people went off. Like, in a bad way? They were mad at her. Oh. For doing exactly what she was told to do in a pre-recorded message approved by Biden's campaign and the DNC. Like, people were like, this isn't the time for this. We need to unify. Like, the like there was a little, like M- like NBC articles that were like uh you know AOC doesn't doesn't mention Biden and like talks only about Bernie and her thing it's like she was putting him up for nomination that was her fucking job mm. and it's just it's this reflection of just or just this like encapsulation of the fact that like centrists only care every four years and then forget the process yeah they forget everything we do every time and just so they can get upset with any sort of like coverage of left-wing people. And AOC in particular seems to make them mad. Mm. So um, on a related thing, uh, flip side of the coin, I guess, um, I had watched some of uh, uh, Trump's address to uh, the RNC on Friday. Something like that, yeah. Or Tuesday, I don't know. Somewhere around there. I don't know when it was. (laughs) Um. He had mentioned in his speech, I don't know how true this is, I assume it's really not true at all, mm-hmm. but he had said that with uh, the Rasmussen poll, which I have no idea what it is, I'm hoping it, you can explain that to me at some point. It's a poll. It's just a poll? This, yeah, it's just one of the polls. That's it. Because he mentioned a bunch of them, and he's like, but Rasmussen's the best one. I always trust the Rasmussen polls. <clears throat> it's my shitty Trump impression. <laughs> But um, he was saying, according to the poll numbers, what had happened in 2016 is projected to happen again, that all of the people who would have voted for Bernie are going to vote for him. Well, that didn't happen. That does not seem right at all. So, first of all, that's a misconception. It was something like 90% of people who voted for Bernie in the primaries in 2016 ended up voting for Hillary none like and virtually none of them voted for trump like of the tempers uh the rasmussen polls what i think what he might be referring to and i don't know if uh, there was a poll that was like it showed biden with the exact same lead at this same exact period of time mm-hmm. as it did hillary so like it was like at this time it showed hillary with like 71 percent chance and it showed biden at that exact same date with a 71 percent chance mm-hmm. people were like oof uh but i do think trump was also uh looking at the Rasmussen poll, because if I remember right, they have a pretty conservative bias. Like, 
there are polling like places, especially on the conservative side that tend to like, Oh, we're only calling like these States or these places looking for these people of these age. And it's like, yeah, if you call old white people in the middle of the country, yeah, you're probably gonna find someone who likes Trump. Oh no. See what he said. He doesn't pay attention to anything that has any kind of bias. That's why he doesn't watch what he calls MSDNC. <laughs> like this dude is on Adderall, right? I really think so. He's pretty sporadic, huh? And also, the Rasmussen polls tend to be cited as one of the least accurates. Oh well, I mean, granted, polling's kind of a shit show, anyways, because it's like I said before. Like part of the problem in 2016 is they they were looking at just strictly national poll numbers instead of compiling data from like actual swing state polls. Yeah. So, but just, you know, polling data, like a lot of the time it's like who, like they're only calling people with fucking landlines. Who has those anymore? Bro, I haven't had a landline since like 2009. Mm -hmm. And even then, I I feel like I was kind of late to the game of getting rid of it. Yeah. My parents had Magic Jack for a long time. That was my favorite thing at Best Buy was old people coming in and asking for the Magic Jack. And I'm just... They're like, what to do? I'm like, you you plug it in and you get a phone number. Like, I, I don't know what the fuck else to tell you. Like, <laughs> Or like old people who come into Best Buy asking about, like, they'd ask about cordless phones. And I was just like, I don't know. This is a good How brand, does I think. it work? You plug it in. <laughs> but there's no cord. The base has a cord. Well, it's not really cordless yeah. now, is it? No, I guess not. But yeah, so... I kind of wanted to watch the RNC, but I didn't really have the time with school starting this week. Yeah. Because it just seemed like a fucking freak show. Did you see the people they had there? Uh, Not specifically. Like I said, I just watched like, I was just trying to get like speeches to compare like for this basically between Biden's and Trump's. Yeah. Um, And then like Biden's was like 25 minutes long or whatever. And then I clicked in some videos of Trump's and all of his shit was like hour, hour and a half. And I'm like, I'm not going to listen to this man for that long. So yeah i was gonna ask if you guys watched any of that i watched like some of the dnc but none of the rnc obviously i'm asking about it but i wanted to i wanted to watch the rnc because i think the rnc would at least be like a comedy of errors like with like they had the fucking oh what was it like sandman the fuck salmon he was like the fucking like piece of shit kid who was like smirking at like protesters and like a Native American protester and like harassing them. He was there. They had fucking, oh. I think the My Pillow guy is there again. <laughs> then it's a big get again. And like all of the Trump children. They even got Tiffany out for this one. Yeah. Yeah. I saw how good. like half of the keynote speakers were Trump's. Yeah. Little weird. And then yeah. uh, I did read about Ivanka Trump saying some about like how her dad's communication style is not that great and kind of like slamming him. But she's like, but you got to understand him. And uh, fuck that. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> the only thing I understand from him is his Adderall addiction and meat sweats. I just, oh, I don't know. I Like I said, I watched half an hour, 35 minutes or so of one of his addresses. And like, I just, it was all over the fucking place, man. And I mean, like, granted, like, I felt like Biden's was a little too Kingdom Heartsy. But like, <laughs> Trump shit is just like, he's really, no 
fucking idea. Oh, uh, Biden's trying to really uh, secure the coveted weeaboo vote. Big demographic. Mm-hmm. And I also did see another uh, headline where Trump is portraying Biden as like the Antichrist. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> that sounds about right. Everyone I see is like. Every ad I see, because they're all over the fucking places, like, Trump just, like, is just, like, um, his ads are just, like, uh, Biden and his radical leftist ideals. And I'm like, oh, great thing we didn't fucking, we didn't nominate Bernie Sanders so they can't call him, so they couldn't call him a fucking radical leftist. (laughs) Or, like, communist Kamala. And it's like, really? Fucking really, man? I mean, one thing I think I did appreciate about, like, the... Uh, Biden speech versus what I've heard from Trump and I mean I don't know if this goes on to like his like other appearances and stuff like that and not just like his acceptance speech but like uh, at least a hint of subtlety with the whole like we're the light fighting against the dark and I have the keyblade to unlock the door kind of fucking shit as opposed to Trump being like hey Sleepy Joe that guy's a fucking piece of shit he said that that's fucking dumb fuck that guy yeah yeah feel like the, but, uh, the DNC might have been a little more tasteful, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but it's boring. Like, I, wa- I watched it, and it felt like a lot of, like, the footage that I shot, and, like, they had, like, a lot of stock footage. It just kind of felt like a Cialis commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Was the DNC an actual, like, physical collection of people for the event, or did they do it in, like, a proper way? No, I mean, there was technically a stage in Milwaukee, I think, Milwaukee? I'm pretty sure it was in Milwaukee, yeah. uh, where, like, that's where it was presented out of, where it was supposed to be, but, like, everyone was in, like, the little Zoom cave. Oh, okay. Because the RNC was a fucking rally of people. <laughs> yeah, out on the White House lawn. No, it was in uh, North Carolina. Oh. That well, sounds saw, right. There's another rally thing on the White House lawn that trump held yeah i think they've i don't think it's all in the same place right Uh, i mean the speech i watched was in north carolina i guess so i don't know oh well shit it's look it's really hard to keep up with a man on adderall yeah that's (laughs) true let's do this fucking (laughs) do this fucking speech and rally now Uh, does anyone have some orange juice (laughs) (laughs) i really need my vitamin c (laughs) got hummingbird heart over here so on to some heavier news. We should start a band. <laughs> That's what Adderall makes you think of. Let's start a band. Yeah. <laughs> Trump's just like, you like dubstep kid? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, fuck. So heavier news. Um, have either of you kept up what happened in Kenosha? And where? Kind of. I'm seeing a lot of stuff about it, but I don't know specifics, I guess. So uh, there was another cop shooting, basically, like as in the cop shot a guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, because I thought that was something completely different. Oh, no. So th- there's a couple things that happened. So uh, a man named Jacob Blake was basically from everything I could see, there was there was an altercation and the cop like not between him or anybody like there were two people fighting. And he was kind of like breaking it up a little bit and cops came and he's like, cool. And then like, they're yelling at him and he's like, let me check on my kids who are in his car. And while he's bent over in his front seat, they shoot him seven times in the back. Oh, okay. So is that like what, like the catalyst to all that other stuff that happened? Yeah. So currently according from everything I can see is that he, uh, he's alive, but paralyzed. 
Jacob Blake? Yeah. Okay. And according to his family, uh, he's handcuffed to his hospital bed. Yeah. Shit. Which is pretty fucked. Yeah. And I think this comes with this this broader thing where, like, you know, the standard right wing thing is just kind of be like, you need to do everything that the cops say, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, can we say we're free if that's true? Like, if a cop can just unload my back for literally not doing exactly what they say, which there has been evidence of them purposely giving confusing and contradictory instructions to people. Like, maybe there should be some sort of standard. Maybe cops shouldn't have guns. Maybe they shouldn't just be allowed to unload on you and then handcuff you to a hospital bed after paralyzing you. Yeah. So, basically, but this is basically sparked pro- protests in Wisconsin, as well as a, a NBA and NHL po- postponed play. That doesn't mean a whole lot to me. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's it's one of the few, t- like, the NBA is actually on, like, a wildcat strike. Meaning that, like, they're striking right now without the blessing of the union. So, like, they're just the players aren't showing up. Oh. Wait, so who's the union, then, if not the players? It's it's the uh, NBA Players Association. Okay, but that's not entirely made up out of players? No, I mean, there's, there's it, like, its members are, are players, but a lot of, like, the union, like, there are, like, people who work for the union who are typically, like, either ex-players or, like, some lawyers and stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense then. Because so it just seems a bit ridiculous that the players' union is against what the players want to do. <laughs> well, because it breaks the contract basically. Because gotcha. there's when when your contract runs out, you can strike. Because mm-hmm. at that point, you're not under contract, and that's usually when they strike during contract negotiations. But if something just egregious happens, and technically, like you're striking against like the contract protocol, yeah, that, that becomes a wildcat strike because technically, you don't have the union's blessing because you're currently in contract with your company. Gotcha. But the NBA seems to be just kind of like whatever about like, they're just like, okay, we're not gonna, we're not gonna force games to happen. Obviously with this happening. Mm-hmm. And the NHL is just like, they postpone, uh, I think to, tonight's uh, Thursday's games and Friday's games. Okay. Which I get it. I'm just saying, I totally get it, but I did want to see the lightning sl- just smack around the Bruins again. I mean, overall, all that stuff compared to what else is happening seems pretty inconsequential. So, well, and that's yeah. the thing is like they're they're stopping play because they're just like there's more important things going on right now in sports. But so yeah. basically, what happened is you decide to talk about it. <laughs> it's news. Um, I get it. You like sports. We all get it. I'm not that big in basketball. Like, I get the appeal. Not for me. You literally just texted me about basketball like a week ago. That's before. No, no, no. That was before hockey started back up and I was watching a little basketball. Then hockey started back up and I'm like, okay, I'm back. Yeah. Do do you think it's like it's valid for for all this to happen? Like sports and shit? Like, is that really that important? I mean, for these two particular leagues, like the NHL and the NBA, they were uh, they were at their like postseason anyways. And they're both like isolated. Like, in the NHL, there's two stadiums across the entirety of Canada, and every team from, like, the Western Divisions in one stadium, every team from, like, the Eastern Divisions in one. And then in the NBA, they're all in a bubble in Orlando. So, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's not necessary, and especially, like, like I guess I get the them suspending play in light of the, in, you know, the Jacob Blake being shot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not, I mean, they're never necessary, but, like, if, they, if they're if they doing it and they're not getting positive COVID tests, like, I'm, I'm cool with it. 
Right, right. I don't know. It seems like the more tasteful thing to just suspend play and then wait till shit kind of gets sorted out. Yeah, but I also think it was one of those things where it's just like, it's not like there's fans. And the, like, do you mean things sorted out in terms of COVID? No, or- I mean, uh, maybe. I don't know, man. Like, this year has just been such a whirlwind of tragedy after tragedy, but just like to let shit die down a little before you're like, yeah, sports. I mean, it's providing people an outlet. It's providing people like yeah, you gotta, like you gotta remember like before base before people like baseball started and basketball started. People like I feel like people were going a little more stir crazy than they are now. Granted, not granted there are like states have like soft reopened and full reopened basically, mm-hmm. so that might also have something to do with it. But like there was a minute where there were people just going fucking crazy. Yeah, and, like, there was nothing. Like people went apeshit for Tiger King at the beginning of this, and no one remembers it now. I remember. <laughs> oh man! But uh, to the greater thing, to the bigger issue at hand, though, I would say so. After the shooting, basically, what what happened in Minneapolis is happening in Kenosha, and I believe Milwaukee. I forget. I don't know Wisconsin that well, but you know, like they burnt down. I think it was a detention center or something. Okay. And you know it's the standard, it's the standard protest, and you know, and the riots. So I mean, it's like because ultimately, like police, like they don't respond, like they don't respond to the peaceful protest. So fuck it, let's start burning shit down. Wait, so like, do they want to elicit a police response? Like, I mean, the police are going to respond to these gatherings anyway. But you just said they don't respond to peaceful protests. No, I mean, like they respond, but like shit doesn't get done unless you burn stuff down like that's the oh, only thing they okay. listen yeah, to response like to... that way i thought you meant like yeah you have to be Elaborate. extreme to get yeah. shit done and ultimately i think you know police defunding is kind of at this point like if you look at the way like police departments are funded like a city budget is basically a police department with small like tiny municipal things around it like most of like Basically, every major city, most of their budget goes towards police force. Same for county, mm-hmm. mostly goes towards sheriff force. Yeah. And I would say a good way to make this argument to someone is like, we're asking the police to do too much to respond to things that they don't need to be doing. So I think what would be a proper thing is like, we're going to take a lot of your money because you're already getting like billions of dollars or, you know, and a lot of like local municipalities, like a billion dollars for police. And we're going to take this money and we're going to s- instead be like, Hey, here's here's some other like you know community like community health workers, community like welfare workers, stuff like that who can like you guys can do th- like we need people who can respond to certain things without a gun. We need people who know how to ha- who need to know how to handle like mental you know mental health crises. People who know how to like hey maybe like a fist fight downtown doesn't require someone with a gun. You know? Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, so, I mean I understand the whole defund the police movement thing. I get that. So I think that's what Kenosha is going for. But then. I think it was a couple nights ago something else happened in kenosha and did, did you hear about the the other shooting in kenosha kyle are you talking to your dog no i'm talking about the guy kyle that shot people <laughs> uh the kid yeah kid but they better oh, try yeah, him yeah. as an adult mm. so it's this kid um uh, kyle something i don't have his last name and i don't know how to pronounce it either way fritterman uh, or some shit like that yeah it's yeah who cares so this fucking kid uh, has affiliations like with some militia groups and also like um, with like junior police cadet like basically ROTC but for cops and like yeah, yeah. Blue Lives Matter all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he's got an association with this. So he lives and lived in Illinois. Yep. And what happened is he somehow got a hold of an AR-15. Don't know where the fuck he got that because I'm pretty sure you can't own that in Illinois. But yeah. takes takes this gun across state lines, drives about 15 miles, so about half an hour from there to Kenosha. Starts confronting like so he starts by like interacting with the cops and like they hand him out and the other people water bottles. Yeah. Uh, and then fucking later is like, you know, he's confronting protesters and they're like, you know, he's pointing the, his gun at them and they're like, no. And they try to take his fucking gun away. And then he shoots three people, I think killing two and injuring one. Yeah. He's like and then seventeen year old kid. Huh? Later, and then 17, 17, 17. <clears throat> but then he got to drive home, go, go to bed and turn himself in the next day. I thought they came to get him. I saw that they came to get him the next day. Oh, I heard he turned himself in. I, uh, no, I might be wrong, but yeah. No, no, I, I heard that they came to his house in Illinois and got him. I mean, regardless, shots were fired by what is effectively, uh, you know, some right wing psychopath, and he's allowed to go home. Versus, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, totally. I mean, and it, it, it's, I mean, that, I mean, that's an illustrative, illustrative of privilege. Like, if this, I'm just saying, like, if this were a left wing protester, like, drawed a gun and started shooting on right wing protesters trying to disarm them, you're, you're not seeing the light of day. If it were a black, if it were like a black kid, that kid's not even gonna have time. Like, cops see him walk out of a car with a gun and he's done. Oh, yeah. Like, that kid is lit up like a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's frustrating because it's also illustrated in, like, what happened in Portland about a week ago where um, a bunch of, like, Patriot prayer, prayer and a bunch of, like, neo Nazi right wing groups like came out to like counter process but it was really a back the blue uh, they called it a back the blue march started going out mixing shit up and then got like outnumbered like 10 to 1 and then tried to retreat but the cops literally didn't come out to do anything and this was happened in front of like the police station was their protest or like their rally for the cops i don't know how to think Uh but they were counter protested by you know black lives matter and anti and anti-fascist protesters and mm-hmm. these fascists, the actual fascist protesters, like the back of the blue guys, were out there with guns and batons, waving guns at crowds, macing crowds, and uh, hitting people with an ass. But like Robert Evans got his hand broken. Shit. Yeah, and he was just walking through a crowd. Has all, like he has like press and stuff written on his shit, like recording. And this guy just wildly swings a baton, hits his hand, and the guy's like, "Why'd you hit me?" And he was basically uh, trying to get confirmation that, like, he's like, what he was trying to do is get on video, like, confirmation, like, you were trying to hit me. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, versus, like, you were just swinging wildly and an accident happened. Fuck. Um, I feel like from what I've seen about Portland, you're probably better off to not wear something that says press on it. I mean, Portland's crazy. yes and no. Like, technically, it still affords you certain rights. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're out there as press, like, and you get arrested, it's going to be easier for you to get out than if you're just a protester. Gotcha. But yeah, so all this happened, and basically, once they realized they were outnumbered, and like they started throwing like they were throwing actual explosive devices, but like the pro- the counter protesters were throwing like fireworks in their lines, broke the ranks because you got to think like these people have been out there protesting for like the last three months. The white supremacist people or the no, other ones? No, the the anti fascists and Black Lives Matter. Gotcha. Like they, they've been out here doing this for like three months versus like this is the first time the fascists came out. So oh, okay. they don't really have like the disposition, like and like the fortitude and willpower. Mm-hmm. So like you throw a firecracker in between a line of like the anti-fascist protesters, like they've been being shot at with like fucking tear gas for the last ninety days. Versus you know you throw a firecracker at the fascists, they haven't been out. 
And this is all in Portland, you're but talking what, about, right? Yeah, this is how it happened in Portland like a week ago. And then, uh, mm-hmm. but basically, from all reports on the ground, literally no cops were shown until the fascists left and then immediately called it an unlawful assembly against the anti-fascists. Oh, that's fucking bullshit. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, Man, after the, like, like, these really, other guys were waving. Really fucked up shit about that right now. That's like triggering something. For I mean, me it's right time. <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it's time to, I think, as a society, start considering whose side are the police really on when people who are, people who are out there basically with like, people who are out there like chanting like Jews will not replace us, cops don't touch. But when people are like, hey, maybe we shouldn't shoot black people, it's tear gas city. <sighs> Yeah, it's, that's really challenging. God, it all just seems so fucked up. Part of me hope, part of like, part of me believes that maybe, maybe if we get Joe Biden, it won't be so bad. Maybe he's like light against the darkness. He is light against darkness. He is he 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 is the Sora to our Riku. Does that, does that analogy work? I don't remember. Like that. I don't know. If you want me to get into it, I feel like he's more so sore against Ansem because Riku wasn't actually too bad. Where's the mute? Where's the mute? He kind of gave into the darkness a little bit, but then he redeems himself later. So just like, but I mean, maybe uh, not. Like maybe having a president who doesn't actively stoke like white supremacist violence. Oh yeah, no, totally. That will help. We should have, yeah. Like, but it's just. I mean, hold right. There's there's good people on both sides. All right, you know, (laughs) good people on both sides. Go ahead, Steven. Um, I was going to say something about like just how like what I'm pretty sure this is going to take some time, but like as soon as our current president is no longer holding that title and like Biden comes in and just like, let's just redirect. Like, do you think that he's going to have the ability to just redirect all this? Like, one single person in four years to, like, flip this all around? Because I feel like there's a cataclysm happening and everything's just gonna, like, implode on itself. And then, I don't know, I'm just hoping for, like, a fucking, like, golden age or something to, like, come out of this and just... <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm just I like, mean, at, uh, fed up as everyone else at is. this point. I'm, according to Trump and what I saw from the RNC before the con, uh, the coronavirus hit and everything, we were in the golden age of America. So, well, I according mean, I think to, the yeah. best we can hope for with, I think the best we can hope for with Biden is just like maybe like Nazis and like white supremacists don't feel so fucking emboldened to be out in the streets. Like maybe like fuck it, like. Now that we don't have, you know, now that the Fuhrer is underground, we we can't be as like, we can't, we're not like it, it. Their morale might break a little bit, and they might just be like, well, that like we fucking lost. It's just so fucking insane to me that like, at the point we're at, like our best hope for change, and like if that were to happen, to is like maybe racists won't feel as comfortable as they do now. And I mean, Biden has an okay climate plan. I will say that. And that oh, is an important thing. Speech. It was, it's not a bad, it's not the best plan. Ever. It's no Green New Deal, but it's okay. But I think we, if at the very worst, if Biden can just hold us over for four years, return us back to like 2014, and then just like, at that point, I, if the Democrats are willing to accept someone more progressive, if we get to the point where it's like, like, it's either now or never, like, this shit has to happen or 
like, or it's going to get fucking worse than Trump. It's going to get, we're going to get a fucking fascist in office who is actually competent. Uh, well, do you, yeah. I, do you think that there would ever be like a, a removal of the two party system? Like, do you think that we'll be just tossed to the side and we'll just be like, okay, like I couldn't let's restart. I, 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 I couldn't so, see that happening unless like a cataclysmic fucking thing. I feel I mean, like that's happening right us. now. I feel, yeah, but I, mean, I think it had to be worse. I I, there would have to be a whole constitutional convention to basically like change our electoral system from a winner, like a from like a like winner takes all to like a proportional representation based on like percentage and also ranked choice voting. Which I mean, it's not impossible. Like this, first of all, this is a system other countries do, but I just I don't I don't see it happening. Well, we're such a huge country that frankly like, i'm in the vote of no more presidents yeah i mean it's like why do we even have this one person to like represent the whole like 300 million people and like people outside the country here in america they instantly think oh your president's dumb what about all the good fucking people that live well, here you know well i think the thing too is like i think other countries are smarter in that they remove the idea of like if like there is a figurehead and a legislative head so it's not like this thing where it's like the face of the country isn't also the like they're focused on that like they're like at like basically like the top diplomat versus like the lead legislator instead of having someone whose power is consolidated to being both. Mm. Right. Mm. But like I mean like what would cause that to happen? Uh, okay, so um during what I saw of Trump <laughs> what I saw that kind of disturbed me a little bit was um everyone in the crowd was chanting four more years and he's like no chant 12 more years and i'm like this motherfucker's <laughs> gonna try shit if he comes back it's gonna go for like fdr and beyond yeah like i honestly think if he were to win election there's a really good chance that he would try to get rid of the amendment that limits terms do you oh god uh... How does that tapioca trash bag get to live so long? <laughs> How is this man's arteries not literal granite? Oh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> bro, like, you ain't gonna granite. live 12 years, but... How old is this fucking guy right now? <laughs> it's like it's like the sausage, like the sheepskin or whatever is like reinforcing <laughs> his arteries and stuff. He's got... We, he, he has what we call haggis valve. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Yeah, no, this guy's seventy four. It is old. scary when he jokes about that. And the thing is, people like people will cover like, oh, he's just joking, and it's like the president shouldn't fucking joke about that. And he's no. not joking; he's dead fucking serious. Yeah. No, like, like I said, I fully believe that if he were to re- win re-election, that is something that would come up in his next term, or even just run one of his fucking sons if he didn't. Yeah. Like that's the, like been a big like fucking conservative joke is like. Oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be Trump. Then it's gonna be Ivanka. Then it's gonna be fucking Eric. Then Don Jr. Then Baron. And it's like fucking like, I don't math. Four, eight times five, thirty-five. No, forty. Forty yeah. years of fucking Trump rulership. Think mm-hmm. about that. We'd be almost seventy. Yeah. No, and I mean like what Stephen was saying about like us ever getting, like, rid of the two-party system. I think one of the only things that could bring us to that um, would be like, if we got pulled so far into like a fascist, right. That like 
they get rid of the second party. <laughs> well, that or like I don't know, like like a fucking civil war starts or some shit, you know. But then we get the good one party system. We got a Maoist system, and we just no more landlords. <laughs> we'll make smelters in your backyard. It'll be fine. Uh, no, but um, the I mean the ultimate solution, prescriptive solution, would be like an actual like like I said, rank choice ballots. So like you know you do your one through ten, like who's your like who's your main choice or second choice, and also like proportional representation, not winner takes all. Yeah, I don't, but I don't know the mechanics behind legislation to do that. I don't know if like it would require like a like a rewrite, like a constant a constitutional convention to actually like rewrite the constitution, or if that would be something that could be amended in and changed. Yeah, but we we have like we've changed stuff pretty significantly from the original constitution, so I think it wouldn't be necessarily impossible. Yeah, yeah, I don't but know. I mean, I just think about this that has to be how it goes and how it just doesn't really work. I mean, there, yeah, I can see the balance of it, but I feel like we would get a lot more done where you just like compile all the good ideas and just like fucking group effort team like. You know. Well, that's why fucking conservatives don't want to do that because they have no new ideas. You know yeah. what the conservative plan for healthcare is? Obamacare. Shit. That's the fucking conservative plan. But because he did it, now they're like nothing. You get nothing. The conservative yeah, plan I for their plan was just get rid of everything. Basically, there's. I mean, ultimately, like they're trying to preserve an ideal that never existed. But also, conservative like conservative climate change is like let's just drill. But like they they don't have any plan to change things because that's the antithesis of conservatism because the the whole thing is about trying to not change the status quo, but that's kind of shifted to the Democrats where the Democrats are like, let's not upset the status quo. Things were great under Obama. You know, they're kind of, eh, you know, and then now conservatives are like, well, we don't want to like, we want to change things, but we want to make them actively worse under the guise of we're cutting costs. Mm -hmm. But ultimately they just want in any sort of social service Mm -hmm. because it's a fuck you. I got mine mentality. Yeah, yeah. I feel like well, like, I'm a multimillionaire. People... I can afford to pay insurance out of pocket. So, like, fuck you if you can. I'll yeah. Basically, I, I just uh, I don't know. Every time I think about like the whole two party system or just the four years, I feel like the the momentum starts after like four years, and then you get all these things in place, and that happens, and then you get like someone from the other side that's like well i actually think that's a bad idea and then and then you just like completely reverse it it's like oh well where there goes that momentum and then we're just like back to square one Uh, it's like couldn't couldn't you just like have a poll and just put together like a whole bunch of ideas and like have people just yay or nay it's like you know the human being lower populace or what what's making up the whole entire country i think I don't know. I'm rambling. I don't know if anything. I think what might also help too is, I get what you're saying, but I think what might also help too is a short, like a public, like nationalization and shortening of the actual like electoral system. So basically, you know how like fucking like it feels like election cycles start like a year before the fucking election even starts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But do like other countries do. You've got like six weeks. You don't like you don't have to fundraise money. Like the government will provide money for your campaign. Like I think that would help a lot because then you got to think like n- people don't have to like at that point people don't actually have to like bend to the will of like 
of donors because i mean that's what's fucked the democrats is just like there's a system created by a guy named ron emmanuel where he's like he courted certain like rich donors who just like basically help shape policy for the democrats but basically make like moderate to conservative policy for them because they're like i'm a healthcare executive i want single payer but you can do something you can do something just light you know something like a, a little hors d'oeuvre and then and then they also use this to kind of try to leverage and get Republican voters when they like they don't. The whole like the whole failure of the Democrats is they keep trying to court like these suburban white, traditionally conservative Republican vo- voters who just don't vote for them. And in the mm-hmm. in the course, they abandon the working class voters who were the base of the Democrats. Right, mm, heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand anything anymore. Uh, that's okay, why we're so I have a question left. then. Um, that is why. Because <laughs> we don't understand okay. anything. So I saw a post online the other day, and it really just kind of pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to post this more so to Steven, because I feel like I know your answer already, right? Right. But whereas it seems that you think the two-party system is, like, for lack of a better word, stupid, and not, like, the right way to do things, things which like i get i agree with you on that does that dissuade you from voting for like one of those two parties candidates in the election you're you're asking me if like the two-party system like makes me not want to vote yeah so like because like what you said that like you don't like think it's the way to do things and whatnot and like i said i agree and whatnot so does that stop you from like say voting for biden like if that's the way you lean because you think there are better options that could not like that like does your sense of realism take over when it comes to an actual election even though you feel that the two-party system is not good well i mean i don't know like you know a huge amount about politics or like what exactly the republicans represent and what they offer or their like idea of how to run a country and then same thing with the like democrats and i don't really know a huge amount so i'm a little ignorant to the whole entire thing but from my little understanding of it all it just seems like what i just said before is like you have to build a momentum and then it just goes away when you're just it's like trying to use ac current on like a dc current and then i don't know just like completely swapping the structure of a electrical current it's just not gonna work and then you have to like redo everything. Yeah. But <clears throat> I see this whole like oh voting for the lesser of two evils. Like right now it doesn't seem like both sides really are gonna be the solution to all the shit going on right now. Uh, obviously, like Well that's the it, that's the frustration. we're at the point where it's like say, that's, oh, man, that's the frustration. We have to The frustration seems to be that we're all go ahead, <laughs> Raven. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> the frustration is it seems like we're always voting for risk mitigation versus actual substantive change exactly, to people's lives. Yeah. It's always it's 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 never, oh, here's what I'm gonna do for you. And if it is, here's what I'm gonna do for you. It's some like performative, like symbolic bullshit versus actual like, hey, we're going to give you a thing because that's what the government does. It handles what businesses and what profit motive can't. But no, it's always you know, it's just, hey, we're going to talk more positively about these things as the Democrats. Are we going to do anything to actually make things better for, like, say, trans people? Probably 
not like officially probably not but you know we'll be nicer and not that's not nothing but it's it's not a whole lot hmm. no i mean because like i'm kind of how do i fucking like word it because like i mean i totally understand what like like uh you and steven were saying and stuff like that kind of just like four or eight years on and off of these two sides just fighting to essentially stay in the same place once everything's said and done with and like that's no way to move forward obviously but like do you... <laughs> okay so what i saw online was like someone like i don't care that i'm throwing my vote away i'm gonna vote for bernie but if you're risking what is the better option even though it's not your ideal option losing by everyone thinking that way then like isn't that just kind of fucking stupid like in a realistic kind of sense oh yeah i mean it's some it's a symbolic gesture i mean it, it depends on where they live too like if they live in a swing state like yeah that's fucking dumb like at least like you know at least vote for the person who's not going to potentially start like a fascist like dictatorship mm-hmm. but if it's like oh if they like oh i live in california or i live in like new york state like you know whatever fuck it like trump's not winning those states either anyway. yeah i mean like I don't know. I get, I get it. I guess, but like, it just seems like, why really risk that at all? If you care so much about it, why not? You know, just vote for one that's actually likely to win. Yeah, I mean, it, it it is the frustration for a lot of people of like of the rat fucking of Sanders, but also just the idea of like, you now, especially imagine like we've been able to vote in elections since like what twenty twelve. I think know, so. Yeah. So we've only voted in two presidential elections. Imagine if you're someone who's a little older and just constantly being told to eat shit. Like your opinion doesn't matter. You can't, we can't, we can't do these things. And then they go and they rat fuck someone who looks like they're doing well, who actually, who's, you know, beliefs actually do like represent you. Mm-hmm. And it is a frustration that like the, the Democrats constantly spite the left to court the right. Like, Look at the fucking look at the fucking DNC lineup where there's all these young progressive politicians and even some older po- progressive politicians who are decidedly more left than a lot of the mainstream Democrat politicians, and then they choose fucking like first night three Republicans to speak. John Kasich of fucking of, of Ohio who enforced and didn't veto when he could one of the most like repugnant and fucking vile abortion bans in across the states uh and the fucking quibby ceo who gives a shit quibby's not gonna be a thing in a year <laughs> and some other ceo bullshit like the left is tired the, le- the left is tired of being taken take it take take it for granted especially in the case of people who are like oh bernie bros didn't vote for hillary and it, when in fact more bernie supporters voted for hillary than hillary supporters voted for obama in 2008 and people are tired of that narrative and they're going to be like okay you've been taking the left for granted so fucking long so we're not going to vote for you and let's see how fucking bad you do this time Mm. let's see what actually happens and we don't vote for you and maybe then if it's that bad then you have to fucking listen to us wait hold on i'm that's that's so confused right now so that you completely threw me to the other side of what i was originally thinking i have no idea you were talking about the idea of like someone who's like isn't it dumb that someone would say like they're voting for bernie when there's that might spite and help Trump win, blah, blah, blah. What I'm okay, saying... So, so, like, the people who would have, say, hypothetically voted for Biden under, like, the feeling of, like, that's what is right, they've been let down so many times that they're just like, fuck it, 
we'll see how far the right will take us, basically. Well, no, I'm talking about like the left wing, like the actual like the Bernie supporters who are just like, you know, he got 30 percent of the votes in the fucking primaries. And that uh-huh. was before COVID hit. If they yeah. just said if they just said, fuck it, you keep saying we're not going to vote like we didn't vote for Hillary. We didn't do this, this and that. Fuck it. Let's see how well you do. Like we're tired of being taken for granted. Let's see what happens when you don't actually get our fucking votes. That's the sentiment I can see like as a message. Granted, yeah. I don't think this is the one to do it in. Yeah. Okay. So j- giving up everything because people think you're because you're tired of you're, ti- you're tired of being you're tired of being fucking taken advantage of. You're tired of you're you're tired of being taken taken for granted by the Democratic Party, who just expect you to vote because they're the more left party, but they don't re- represent your ideals as a leftist. But like they represent it more than right people, right? A little bit, yeah. That's why I vote Democrat. Like, fuck it. Like, they're closer to me, and I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna waste my vote on the Communist Party USA or Socialist Party USA. Yeah, or no, Green Party. I'm like, sorry. That was kind of like my whole point. Like, like at what point does like like do you get rid of like being getting like an ideal candidate and stuff and vote for someone who could actually win? But I mean, I get what you're saying that like people who constantly vote for that and like then they get like shit on regardless that. They're like, fuck it. But I don't know. Oh, I still fine. feel like even at that point, I would still be like, I don't want this to get worse. So I'm going to do at least what I can to hold it back. I mean, like I said, it also depends if you if you live in a state where it matters. Yeah. Like, it matters for us because we live in Florida. It doesn't matter for Steven because he lives in Washington. And I'm a blue Steven, state, right? Steven, doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm pretty so, sure Washington's pretty solidly blue. Yeah, so like, yeah, if I even vote for like Biden, I mean, or even if I vote for Trump, like, it's not gonna matter because fucking people are just gonna be like, well, we're just, just vote from and get like, yeah, just get shit for it, and then Washington uh, yeah. will just be a Democrat anyway. Blue probably, but I think uh, that's a good, it's a good time to wrap it. Yeah, I feel like it got kind of heated. Toward, not heated, but like very energetic and impassioned towards the end here. It's, it's just a little smoked paprika on top. No, smoked <laughs> paprika. You had to bring out the smoked paprika. Fucking deviled eggs. Oh, <laughs> I mean, for me, it's kind of a little rum mixed in, but whatever you want to say, <laughs> man. <sighs> All right, guys, it's been Learning Left. I'm Raymond Boysell with my co-host, Willie i thought you you said before we were gonna like take not take turns but like say it in order like while saying my own name i know my name ray fuck it just peace i'm steven bye later mac